You are Locked On MLB, your daily MLB podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, baseball fans, and welcome to Locked On MLB, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The number one local sports daily podcast network. This is the show where we talk about baseball every single day and we cover every single team. I'm your host, comedian and TV producer, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. This show is being dropped on the ninth day of September 2019. We will be reviewing the entire weekend of games, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and where we stand in the races. Check us out on the Himalaya podcasting app. That's free and easy to use. Check us out on any platform you listen to podcasts. Apple, Google, Podbean, Player FM. I don't judge. Wherever you listen to us, listen to us. If you want to go to the website, we're at LockedOnMLB.com. Uh, check us out on Twitter at LockedOnMLB. Check us out on Instagram, same handle. I'm at Sully Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. Hey, I'm recording this first part on the morning of Saturday, September 7th, 2019. And I'm going to be breaking down each day of the weekend of this wild Getting down to it weekend of baseball, and there's a few things to cover. Hey, in the uh, build-up to this weekend, I said that the Red Sox-Yankees series was probably, in many ways, the least interesting series going on this weekend, because the Yankees have all but clinched the division, the Red Sox are really out of it, there are other series to look at. And as a diehard Red Sox fan, that sounds strange for me, but do you know what? There are more interesting games going on. There are games that have more meaning. And I say that, and I say that logically, I say that philosophically. And yet, when I left work, and I turned on my MLB app, and I saw the Red Sox were winning 4 nothing, all of a sudden it was 2004 again. Let's get them, boys! I watched every pitch. I watched every pitch of what in the end was a meaningless game, but I liked visually... Seeing the Red Sox beat the Yankees. So sue me. If you want to send a lawsuit, send it to Twitter at Sully Baseball. And my lawyer will look it over. But it's fun. And this is it. Even though it's a meaningless game. Ah, they won. Let's go. Let's win the series. Let's make their lives a little more, I don't know, difficult. Let's review some other things that happened on Friday. Hey, the Atlanta Braves won a game against the Washington Nationals, which moves them a little bit closer to the position of winning the second straight National League East title. And guess who threw six solid shutout innings? That would be Dallas Keuchel. Dallas Keuchel has been a good, not great, but a good addition to the Atlanta Braves, who has thrown along the way some critical victories for them, including against the Mets, including against the Nationals. And you have 29 other teams saying, God, I wish we had some more pitching depth. How could we acquire pitchers? I don't get it. I don't get it. Meanwhile, Dallas Keuchel was playing boggle until after the draft. No one wanted to sign him. Anyone could have signed him. Everyone passed until the draft was over. And then all of a sudden, he joins the Braves. And look at that. The Braves aren't worrying about pitching depth. And boy, oh boy, you other 29 teams, I hope you drafted well. I hope you used that slot money well. Because you could have Dallas Keuchel. Or hey, Astros, you could have resigned him. And maybe saved some of those prospects that you traded away to get Zach Grinke. 
the Astros are probably going to make the World Series anyway. But that's not the point. Dallas Keuchel was available for all to have. And everybody passed on them. And now look at it. The Braves are going into the postseason. They're going to win the division easily. And they're going to be heavily favored over whoever comes out of the Central, which is looking like it's going to be St. Louis. Now, St. Louis is in a bad team, and they've got good pitching too. But I would pick Atlanta over them. And there are some cracks in the armor for Los Angeles. I Again, I can't stress this enough, especially some Dodger fans who think I've been hard on them. Hard on the team that I've been saying is going to win the World Series all year long. And me thinking them winning the World Series would be positive for baseball. Evidently, that's me being hard on the Dodgers. I still think the Dodgers are the favorites to win the World Series. If I had to put money on, I would. But the fact that Ryu is returning to the mean and Kershaw had one of his worst outings yesterday against the San Francisco Giants... If you have non-ace Ryu and let's be kind and call him unreliable postseason Kershaw, that isn't a recipe along with who the hell is closing the games to win a World Series. I think they are the favorite to do so, but Atlanta could make everyone's life difficult in Chavez Ravine and everywhere else that you can only get games on Time Warner. That's a joke for only people in L.A., The Dodgers don't have their invitations to the World Series written in ink. The Braves have probably the best starting staff not called the Dodgers right now in the National League, and they're pitching a little better. Look out. Hey, um, the Brewers did something I've been wanting a lot of teams to do, which is beat the Cubs. Not because I hate the Cubs, although there's a lot of players of the Cubs I don't like, and they no longer have the, oh, when are we going to see them win or about them. I know people hate Red Sox fans now because we're too greedy. I can hate Cub fans now. Same reason. And remember, always remember this, that I'm a hypocrite. The Brewers won because it means the National League wildcard race will continue to get interesting. And the more interesting it gets, the better we all are. The closer it all gets, the better we are because we could have ourselves a wild, insane race down the stretch. So, Who is the closest to catching the Cubs right now? Is it Philadelphia? No. Is it the Mets? Please. Is it Milwaukee? Actually, no. It's Arizona. Arizona has won 10 of their last 11, 13 of their last 17. Cattell Marte seems to be on pace to hit 400 home runs this year. I know he's not. It just seems like it. The Arizona Diamondbacks could go to the postseason. They're only two and a half back. With a little less than a month to go. They traded away Zach Grinke. They traded away Paul Goldschmidt. They let A.J. Pollock walk. They let Patrick Corbin walk. And after doing all of that, in what was a clearly wave the white flag, we surrender season, they have not a odds-on favorite to make the postseason, but the road to the postseason is not absurd. It's not pie in the sky. It's doable. And all it takes is for the Cubs to start losing on the road like they've been doing all year long and like they did last night. I know Fox doesn't want Arizona over the Cubs in the postseason. The Cubs draw eyeballs. The Diamondbacks don't. But guess what? I'm not an executive at Fox. 
I'm not trying to sell Tide. I don't care about ratings. I care about fun baseball stories. And to me, nothing is more fun than the idea of a team that says, ah, heck with it. We're going to tank this year, making the playoffs. That bizarre contradiction. Now, one other wild card implication team going on, or game going on. That was a weird sentence. I'm going to edit it out. The Mets and the Phillies had an interesting ending to the game that they had on Friday night because they said to themselves, who could lose this game in a more stupid manner? And the Mets said, why don't we bring in Diaz to close out the game? Because he's been awful and always awful all year long. We have a sample size of a whole year. He can't do the job anymore. Why don't we bring him in to close the game? That would be stupid. And lo and behold, he let the game tying home run. And the Mets proudly looked up and said, we are blowing this game in the most stupid way possible. And the Phillies said, hold my beer. Because they lost the game in the dumbest way you can. With a bases loaded walk. In a critical game, bases loaded, two out walk. With You cannot afford to lose a game stupidly. You can't afford to lose a game in a way that makes you go, oh my God, wow, could we have lost that? When you have two outs, bases loaded. Yeah, I know Pete Alonso's up. Yeah, I know Pete Alonso's probably got to hit 50 home runs. That's not the point. You chuck it down the middle of the plate. Because what's the worst thing that happens if he chuck it down the middle of the plate? He hits a walk-off grand slam. And at least then you tip your cap. But you know what he could also do? He could take it. Called third strike. He could pop it up. He could ground out. The center fielder could make a diving catch. He could hit a liner right at the shortstop. There's so many ways that if he makes contact, it may not, he may not square it up. You know, oh, he just missed it. But if you throw a ball, you're not giving him the chance to beat you. You're beating yourself. Chuck it down the heart of the plate. Walk off Grand Slam. What are you going to do? They beat us. Ball four. We didn't give him a chance to beat us. Dumbest way to lose. And to lose it when you can't afford to lose any game at this point. The Philadelphia Phillies cannot afford to lose. To lose Latrec, they cannot afford to drop any games at this point. That sounds harsh, but you know what? They're trailing. They are trailing the second wild card by four games. And there's only 20-some-odd left. And say, oh, we'll drop a game here or there. Yeah, you probably will, but you shouldn't do it because you couldn't throw one right down the heart of the plate. All right. That's what happened on Friday. In a few minutes, the games on Saturday are going to start up, and I'm going to tell you all about them. Hey, guess what? Did you know about Postmates? If you are craving anything, whatever you're craving, I don't care what it is, Postmates can deliver. They're the largest on-demand network in the United States, and they offer delivery from all the restaurants, grocery stores, convenience stores, and traditional retailers that you could possibly want or need. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use the code LOCKEDON. All right, I know my mom is listening to this, so mom, just do me a favor and skip ahead a little bit. That'd be great. Thanks. All right, everybody else, let's talk about sex. Good, ready-to-go sex. 
Now, you can increase your performance and build up your confidence. Everyone but my mom, listen up. I'm talking about BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew brings the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra Cialis, so you know they work. Take them anytime, day or night, on a full stomach, while stuck in traffic after a Dodger game. I don't judge. They're chewable, and they work twice as fast as the pills, so you know you'll be ready quicker than a manager can make a pitching change. Now, everyone I know has tested it, and I have many trustworthy friends who confide with me very personal details. They all tell me it gives them a little extra, and it works great. Now, we baseball fans, we know all about getting a little edge with performance enhancers. And this is just isn't for people who can't perform. This is for anyone who wants uh, something a little extra. Look, Blue Chew is prescribed online, ships to your door, discreet package, no in-person doctor visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, no awkwardness. In fact, the only awkwardness involved in Blue Chew is knowing that my mom is probably still listening. Made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. And right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Go to BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use the special promo code MLB. Just pay $5 shipping. All of that just by going to BlueChew.com, promo code MLB. Once again, B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code MLB. Try it for free. BlueChew, the better Cheaper and faster choice. Thank you for sponsoring the Locked On MLB podcast. It is Sunday morning, and the Arizona Diamondbacks continue to win. Uh, Jesse Friedman, who was a guest on the podcast earlier this year, big Arizona Diamondbacks fan and fellow podcaster on that topic, pointed out something. The last turn of the rotation for the Arizona Diamondbacks Merrill Kelly, who they picked up from Tampa, gave him seven innings, three hits, shutout innings. Zach Galen, who they picked up from Miami, seven innings, one hit, no runs. Alex Young, eight innings, two hits, no runs. Three straight turns in the rotation from those pitchers who all pitched lines that any Cy Young contender would be happy with. All winning and they're all rookies. And the Diamondbacks won on Saturday. As I said, I'm recording this section on Sunday, and they already have a lead on Cincinnati. And Christian Yelich, who says, you know what, I wouldn't mind having a second MVP, gets a huge hit, and the Brewers beat the Cubs again, this time in walk-off fashion. Boy, I got to say, if you have the MLB app and you can listen to other broadcasts of of all the you know, radio broadcasts around the league and you have a chance to listen to Bob Euchre call a Milwaukee Brewers game, go ahead and do it, especially if you can hear him say Yasmani Grandal. I can't do it as well as Bob Euchre does. There's some players who the announcers, the way they say their name, there's a little added joy. Yasmani Grandal hit a uh, game-tying home run in the eighth inning against a pitcher named Phelps for Chicago, who threw one pitch. He threw one damn pitch, let up the game-tying home run, and that's it. That's the sort of stuff I want to see the end of, especially because that wound up being a tie game in the ninth. 
Yelich got a walk-off hit with two outs on that. But that could have gone in extra innings. And you could have been in a situation where you're saying, oh, man, we're running out of pitchers. Yes, I know the roster's expanded, but you might be thinking, we're running out of major league pitchers. Then you look back and say, hey, remember what Phelps threw one pitch? He threw more warming up. He threw more in-between innings than he did in the game. Maybe we could have stretched him to, I don't know, two pitches? But either way, with that victory by the Brewers and Arizona's victory against Cincinnati, it has crept to within a game and a half for the Diamondbacks for a playoff spot. It is September. Hey, before I take a look at what's happening in Sunday's games, I want to point out something. And I'm as guilty of this as anybody. We all act like it is a foregone conclusion that the American League Championship Series is going to be between the New York Yankees and the Houston Astros. And in all probability, the National League will be represented in the World Series by the Los Angeles Dodgers. And if I were a betting man, and I'm not, I would still make those bets that that was going to be the case. Why are we discounting the Twins? The Twins are on pace to win 100 games. The Twins can hit home runs with anybody. And remember when, just a month ago, the Indians caught up and for briefly or for a brief period of time passed them? That they that 11.5 game lead evaporated and the Indians took over and there was panic in Twinsville? Well, we woke up on Sunday with the Twins having a 6.5 game lead back over the Indians. That half-game lead that the Indians took over the Twins, the Twins jumped ahead an entire week, seven games, in about a month. That's playing some good ball. Is there some reason we're discounting them? Is there some reason why we're discounting the Braves, who are not only on a nine-game winning streak, not only just cannot lose at home, and remember, they'll have home field advantage in the division series, but as of this recording... They're only two games back in the loss column of Los Angeles. You take away that lousy April that the Braves had, the Braves have been playing better than the Dodgers for the last bunch of months. And the Dodgers, well, they lost a couple of games to the Giants. And you know they lose a slugfest, they lose a one nothing game. Now, again, I still think the Dodgers are the best team. I still think the Yankees and the Astros are the best teams in the American League. But let's not act like some teams want a party like it's 1991. And the Twins and the Braves are saying, you're going to count us out? Go ahead. Count us out. All right. Sunday games are beginning. And we are going to take a look at the results of Sunday's games in 3, 2, 1, now. Well, a fun weekend of baseball is now over. The Cubs lost again on the road. The only thing positive that happened to the Cubs this weekend was the fact that the Reds came back and scored in the eighth and in the ninth to win a game against the Arizona Diamondbacks. So the lead is not down to half a game. It's only down to you know staying at one and a half games. Still, that's really, really bad especially because the Cubs are continuing to be on the road where apparently they can't win a game. They're going to San Diego, 
and they're going to be playing the Padres. And one of those games, you know, is going to be the first no-hitter in the history of the San Diego Padres. I'm not sure which one yet. I haven't envisioned it. But the Diamondbacks are going to be playing the New York Mets and Jacob deGrom starting on Monday. Now, the Mets can't seem to get out of their own way. They lost a game where they were up 3 nothing in the first. They scored seven runs in a game started by Noah Syndergaard, and the Phillies won the game 10-7. to And the Mets can always find ways to lose games started by Jacob deGrom. So it's going to be an interesting, interesting next few weeks to see if the Diamondbacks, who have absolutely nothing to lose, can make up that ground against the Cubs, who are now without Javier Baez, and John Lester looks terrible. This is going to be a strange, strange few weeks if the Diamondbacks continue to win in a rebuilding year. Hey, the Rays are on fire. Is anyone noticing that? They slapped around the Blue Jays, and... I got to say it. I've said at some point you got to be able to be in a situation where you wave the white flag in a game. And the Astros defeated the Mariners 21 to 1 today. There was no, when it was, became clear when it was uh, 13 nothing after three, it became obviously clear that this game was over. And it was actually kind of sad because Felix Hernandez, who is a pitcher I love, I'm a huge fan of Felix Hernandez. He's yet another superstar who's played the bulk of his career in Seattle. He's played all of his career in Seattle. I'm thinking about the likes of Randy Johnson, A-Rod, Ken Griffey Jr., Edgar Martinez, Ichiro. All these people played all those years with the Mariners. Felix is another superstar like that, and he's done. He let up 11 runs. Seven of them were earned, and he couldn't get an out in the third inning. He faced seven batters. It'd be really sad if this is how his career ends. But do you know what? It looks like that's the case. And when it just kept going and going and the Astros scored five more runs in the seventh, it's like, come on. No one needs to see this. Nobody needs to see this. But the Astros, look at They are, once again, Garrett Cole and Justin Verlander are playing the game of Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you in their race to win the American League Cy Young Award. And Toro got two more hits. Tucker hit a bunch. Marisnik hit a huge home run. Springer is back in it. And he drove in four runs altogether. Was that a grand slam he hit? I think, no, it was a a two-run homer. The Astros just look like everything is clicking. And if Correa can come back, I don't know. Is anyone going to beat them? I don't know the answer to that, but I do know the answer to this. It was a fun weekend of baseball. We only have a few more weekends like this left of the regular season where everyone's playing. So let's enjoy it, shall we? We have a runaway train known as the Arizona Diamondbacks, a team that got rid of all their best players and can't lose. Well, they lost on Sunday, but you know what I'm saying. Anytime you go to anyone's home and take two out of three, that's not bad. Also, it's not bad is following this show on the Himalaya Podcasting app. We're also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, all the places you get your podcasts. Also, if you want to follow us on our website, Locked On MLB, you can check us out on Instagram, Locked On MLB. When you get in your car, tell your smart device to play podcast Locked On MLB. 
And check me out on Twitter at Sully Baseball and Sully Baseball Podcast. Thanks again to Blue Chew for being our first sponsor and continue to sponsor Locked On MLB. This is Locked On MLB for the ninth day of September 2019. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully.